What up, Cornhub fans? It's your favorite Nebraska TikToker, Go Big Ready, and we're back with another Cornhub pod. As always, we're on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, literally anything you can listen to us on, we're on there. So don't forget to go rate it. Don't forget to go subscribe or follow and tell all your homies to do it. Tell your mom, your dad, your grandma, your dog, your cousin, your fish, your pet gerbil. I don't care who it is. Just tell them to listen to the Cornhub pop or pod and help your boy out, okay? That's all we need. Um, as always, DM me on Insta at GoBigReady or TikTok at GoBigReady and you can send in questions and be on the pod because we got some fan questions today and it's going to be lit. You can also use the Anchor app. I record all of this on Anchor so you can download the Anchor app and you could actually send me a voice message and your voice could be on the pod, which would be awesome. <laughs> but let's get back to today's episode. Today, we're talking about the 2020 Nebraska football season and I'm just going to give you my corn takes. We're going to talk about the good, talk about the bad, talk about the ugly, hand out some awards to some of the dudes that who I think deserve some recognition, and then fan questions. It's just going to be a nice, chill pod. We're just going to relax and talk Husker football. So if we, there's a freaking blizzard outside today. It's almost Christmas, so let's just chill and have some fun. All right, let's break down. 2020 skurs man where do i even begin i guess let's just go through every freaking game so we came out with ohio state first because you know the big 10 just literally the big 10 just hates us i don't know why it's kind of freaking annoying but hey they gave us ohio state and we said bruh give us whoever the fuck you want we'll go out there we'll play whoever the fuck you want and yeah, that's all we were able to do because we played a game that we like somewhat kind of kept close for a bit, but we all knew Ohio State was bigger, faster, and stronger, and they were going to win that game at the end of the day. Like literally the whole Big Ten knows that the Buckeyes are on a whole nother level. It's just, it's not fair. It's not fair right now, and we all know that. But Nebraska needs to step up their game. The rest of the Big Ten does because uh, pressure builds diamonds, or what is that saying? I don't know. Like, whatever that saying is, but the more like, the more people we are fighting, the more competition is better for everyone. Man, I'm so beautiful with words, aren't I? Next, we had the Wisconsin game. And I did some research for this one because um, it's just so sad for Scott Frost. He's had four games canceled in five years, and including two of the first three home openers at Nebraska. The motherfucker, like... Frosty, he can't even catch a break right now. It's not even fair. And then, like, we played Minnesota. They had, like, 30 dude, 33 dudes out. And Wisconsin only didn't even have that many out. And they did, decided to not play. It just it, it wasn't fair. It wasn't cool. I fucking hate Barry Alvarez so much. So after Wisconsin, we played uh, Northwestern. And honestly, they're the most frustrating team in my eyes like I don't get how we struggle against the nerds like when did nerds figure out how to play football I know analytics are like huge but like god I can't right now we can't even we're, we, are, we are having to scrape away wins or scrape away a close loss to teams like Northwestern and that's just not right it's infuriating on every single level every part of the spectrum it freaking pisses me off after Northwestern we played Penn State and, like, the last few times we played Penn State, we've gotten pretty lucky because we've had them at their worst. 
the last time we played them before this, I think they just lost uh, Joe Paterno. And that whole scandal, like touching all the little boys and stuff for PSU. But, I mean, we beat them. It might be Penn State's worst team ever, but at least we freaking beat them. And that's all that matters. We almost sold. I'll admit that. We almost sold. But we squeaked it out. And a dub's a dub, right? It doesn't matter how many kills you get in Fortnite, as long as you get that victory royale. After Penn State was Illinois, and I, I don't even want to talk about that game. I just want to skip it. We should have won. That's it. After Illinois was the team to the east, those pieces of shits, our ugly little brother, the little meth heads, I just don't get how we sell against them every fucking year. We literally have them dead to rights, basically, every year. And we just can't finish the job. How can we not? It's so annoying. Literally, we're just, we're trying too hard, and Iowa's just keeping it simple, like, bro, we're just going to run the ball and pound, pound the rock on you and see if you can stop it. And we're like, oh, we're going to be all fancy-dancy and shit, all hinky-dinky-dory and not nah, fuck. And... We gotta get something going against Iowa just just for at least like the that smack talk for just the whole state because we just have to sit there and take it from the Iowans and it's just so annoying. And CTB, Cam Taylor, Britt, man, I love you, but I won't ever forget that muff punt. Let's move on from that game. After Iowa, we played Purdue, and that was probably. I would say our best game all year in my eyes. I mean, Adrian showed the fuck out. And we like kind of figured out how to close out a game, I would say. I don't know if we really you would say we closed it out, but like it was a win. We kind of had the lead for a, like a, a decent amount of time. Like I really liked that that game. That was a good dub. So that's all I really have to say about Purdue. So one coach like one team we beat and they lose their coach, and the other team we lose to, and they lost their coach. Like, how do we lose to the team that gets their coach fired? Come on now. After Purdue, we had... Uh, so it was Illinois... Uh, it was Minnesota. We had Minnesota. And what... Um, now, I, I... Okay, now that I remember it's Minnesota, I just got super pissed. Because how the fuck did we let the Walmart Mr. Clean come in and beat us? Fuck PJ Fleck. Like, I, how many players did they have out? Like, I said they had 33 or something like that. It was so freaking annoying. I screamed so much during that game. I think my neighbors called to check on me. It was so bad. And I can't. I can't. Like, there's no reason why we should be losing to Minnesota when they have literally 30-plus players out. It's just not. It's just not right. It's not fair to the whole state. It's not fair to Husker fans. I just can't stand it. After Minnesota, we had Rutgers. And literally, everyone wants to suck, like, the Husker's pee-pee on this one. And I'm not gonna... Like, I'm supposed to be proud of the performance against Rutgers. Four turnovers and barely one. That's a positive. For who had been supposed to be, like, building block blocks for the offense or defense or something. That was a shit team. That was literally two shit teams playing against each other. And whoever was the least shit was gonna win. That's how that played out. So no, I can't with that. I, I just can't. And you know what? That was the whole 2020 season. I'm sorry if I pissed off some of you guys, but 
it's just it feels like we're getting the bare minimum out of these players like they don't care or something I don't know what it is maybe it's the scheme it has to be the scheme because it looks like they do truly care but they're just not getting the right scheme put in front of them or something something needs to happen let's move on to awards let's talk about some positive because I was really negative there and I'm sorry I love the Huskers I drink the Kool-Aid every freaking Saturday I think we're gonna win by fucking 90 every fucking weekend don't even think I'm a hater <laughs> um so awards Offensive MVP. Obviously, we're just going to shout out Wandale because he's a fucking dog. But we really didn't have a passing game. But we know Wandale's the dog. He's the number one. He's the best on offense no matter what. He's the best. Like, I, I love Wandale Robinson. But we're going to give this to Diedrich Mills. He barely even played. But when he did, he was a difference maker for the Huskers. Literally. The whole entire offense changed when he was on the field. We had a running game. I don't know, for some reason, when we were inside the five, we refused to run the ball with him. But he was literally the second leading rusher. And I really wish we could have seen more of this dude in the past two years. And I really hope he comes back next year. But your 2020 offensive MVP for the Skurs, straight out of Cornhub Pod, is Dedrick Mills. All right. Your 2020 defensive MVP from the Cornhub Pod is CTB Money Cam Taylor Britt he, he had tied for most picks with Miles Farmer the dude's a fucking dog I mean yeah some of the balls thrown at him or some of the, his best plays the quarterback was getting pressured but he made plays when he had he had to he could have dropped those picks here. he could have given up a, a two or three passes but he made plays when he had to and I fucking love that he's a man amongst boys on that football football field I love that secondary with him and I also hope he comes back because man that's a good leader you need on that defensive side of the ball <laughs> all right our special teams MVP you know it's Connor motherfucking Culp dude was first team all big 10 he was 13 for 15 on field goals he had a 49 yarder this year like we haven't seen that in forever that was the longest field goal since 2016 for a Husker so if anyone stays out of the fucking three dudes I just said it better be Connor Culp. Because, man, it's so nice to have a kicker that you just, it's just so nice to have someone that you know that can hit, like, inside 50. You can go get those three once you're inside 50. That's so nice to have. So, and last but not least, your Cornhub Pod Team MVP for the Huskers. I think that was the right. Your Cornhub Pod Team MVP for the Huskers for 2020. The Cardboard Cutout Fans. The, the, the fans literally stuck there through thick and thin. They sat there through snowstorms. They sat there through losses, win, wins, like everything. <laughs> when they say the greatest fans pass through these gates, that, that sign, like when you walk into Memorial Stadium, it's literally true. So we did it, Husker Nation. 2020 was a hell of a fucking year. Even just, just having COVID. And you throw the Huskers and all the drama and everything. All I gotta say is maybe next year, guys. Maybe next year. Alright. Fan questions time. This is a really cool thing. I, I posted a TikTok on it. I needed some time to fill on the pod. Because we're maybe pushing, like, if that, like, 10 minutes of talk time. Like, that's barely even anything. So I was like, yo, 
I got an idea. Let's ask, let's ask the homies. Let's ask all the followers some like what they think I should talk about on the pod if they have any Husker questions. So we got some Husker questions. First one we got is who should you expect at quarterback next year? I don't think the answer is anyone who played under center, guys. At least this year. And I don't know if it's someone we even have on campus. Because if Scott doesn't see it, if Produsco doesn't see it, like, then who is it? Because it's definitely not Adrian. It's not Adrian. I don't think we have a Power 5 quarterback on our team right now. We don't have a quarterback that can go get us a 15-yard play that I know that will make that pass and complete it. And that's freaking terrifying. So, I mean, if we're looking in the transfer portal this year, which we are, we're Nebraska, we're definitely going to be looking in the transfer portal. Transfer portal. A running back? Sounds nice. That's the best bet if we get a good running back out of the portal. But, I mean, if we find a quarterback who can run Frost's offense... I mean, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Would be nice to have someone else under center. Just saying. Would be nice not to have to worry about that number two. All right, next question. Should Nebraska have left the Big 12? Now, this is a tough one. So, respect-wise, like the respect from all the other teams in the conferences, and like from the universities and the academics... Probably not, because the Big Ten's really snooty for some fucking reason, because all they got is Wisconsin, and ooh, the Michigan man, you know, Ohio State, and I don't even think it's that, like, those, like, those schools are there, they're really good, but they also, it's like a campus, like, two times the size of fucking Lincoln, two times the amount of people, like, so obviously they're gonna get the hype way more than any other place, so I don't, respect-wise, no. Money-wise, yes, we should have left the Big 12 because we're getting way more money now. And money talks, guys. There might be football. It might be a sport, but this is fucking business. And when football is the only revenue stream because we suck at basketball, you got to have that, that 50 mil coming from the Big 10. It's pretty freaking nice to have that shit. Trust me. Nebraska digs it. And my final question that I got from some of the fans... And next time, I'll remember to put your guys' hats in here, because I freaking suck, and I'm sorry about that. What do you think of the future of Nebraska football? You guys have tough fucking questions. (laughs) Like, you want all the drama to start, huh? You just want me to lay it all out on the freaking floor, huh? Well, guys, it's really tough to drink the Kool-Aid nowadays. I think everyone feels that way. Especially you young Husker fans, the you Husker fans that are way younger than me. But all in all, I think, and I mean this with the utmost respect, I trust in Frost, and Frost we trust, but I think Frost needs to humble himself just a little bit. Because guess what, brother? That Pac-12 offense, it just doesn't work. And maybe it does at Oregon when you have Nike money and you can get whoever the fuck you want. You can get all the track star athletes to come play Wyatt out for you. I run all over the Pac-12, but that fucking Pac-12 offense ain't going to do shit in the Big Ten, and it ain't going to do shit in the college football playoff. So, um, and like, literally, you know how I stand behind that? I heard this one. Guys say this on 1620. Where are Pac-12 teams ranked? Like, nobody respects that type of ball. Where are Big 12 teams ranked? Nobody respects it. 
Even the one-loss teams. Like, no one fucking respects it. So the fucking Pac-12 shit, the fucking... Whatever. We, we gotta find an identity. And it ain't this fucking Pac-12 ball. That's all I gotta fucking say. And... You know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you for listening. That's all I gotta say. I'm gonna end it on that. I got a little heated there. I'm gonna have to calm down and go play some Rocket League or something. What a crazy-ass motherfucking year, guys. If you have any other questions or topics you want me to talk about on the podcast, uh, there's a link in my TikTok bio, my Instagram bio, my Twitter bio. Um, you can go to, uh, like, the Anchor app in uh, on the App Store, and you can, like, send in your voice and stuff. You can be on the podcast, or you can just literally DM me, at GoBigReady on Twitter, Insta, Snapchat, uh, at CornhubPod on twitter and insta don't have a snapchat for that i should probably do that and also don't forget to follow the youtube guys just look up go big ready on youtube so go big ready signing out um merry christmas eve eve i will try and get you guys a christmas eve episode with some crazy nebraska shit so let's fucking do it gbr scurs by 90 fuck iowa have a merry christmas